Welcome everyone to Uppy in the Stash. I'm your host Uppy. With me, as always, is the president, CEO, CFO, uh, co-founder of Uppy in the Stash podcast. We have Donovan, and uh, since this is our weekly football show, we have Dirty Dan back with us. How are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good. Doing excellent, man. Perfect. What are y'all drinking? Same thing as last time, Modelo. Mm. I thought he was going to say milk for a second. I don't uh, I mean, yeah. that was my second choice. <laughs> I'm not drinking anything anything better or worse than milk right now, but I'm uh, you know enjoying my usual Coors. It is Gosh. Thursday night, and we have shitty football on Thursday, so you got to drink shitty beer on shitty football <laughs> days. So. Dirty Dan's only been on twice. He's already falling into the same ruts that Stash does, drinking the same crap I, thing I, over and I, over. I train, I train the young well on this show. So. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Well, I'll be the one who does something different. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, coming to us from our friends at Blaker Brewing and Series, I have a pineapple milkshake hazy IPA tonight. Wow. So, yeah. Fancy. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess milkshake part means that at some point during the process they added lactose. Um, not sure what that's like, but it's there. And it tastes kind of like pineapple, so... There you your, go. Huh. Your farts must fucking stink at mm. the end of this. Like roses. <laughs> like pineapple roses. Yeah, I can't I can't I can't imagine uh I can't imagine that sort of cocktail mixed in my stomach cuz it it'd be it'd be chemical warfare in this house. No. But you know, you do you do get the pineapple taste and like every time I drink this beer, it reminds me of Hawaii because when we went last year um, or, you know, if you were to, like, go to a hotel and they have breakfast, they offer you orange juice and apple juice. And uh, for the record, I'm an apple juice kind of guy. But because we're in Hawaii, they offered pineapple juice. So every morning I started my day off with a nice glass of pineapple juice. So Must be nice. Yeah, it's like my Hawaii beer. If Hawaii beer was actually good, it would be this. <laughs> it'd be that. And that's me taking a shot at you, Kona beer. Brewing Company. <laughs> Portuguese beer is where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> you have to bring some over sometime so I can figure, find out for myself. So I gotta go over it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be a while. Yeah. I'm sure that shipping will be free and easy and cheap. So, uh, so what we're gonna do? We're gonna spend. Uh, we're gonna recap week one, and then we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll um, do what we did last week, but for week two. So, when I give an update to the Idiot Bill and Uppy and Stash prediction challenge, um, Idiot Bill jumped out on an early two to one lead against us due to the fact that uh, the Titans beat the Browns. So that was the difference maker. Oh. Stash was correct in beating the Colts, although I'm not too pleased with how they won. Um, a little bit scary, but it was Week One, and then uh, Brent was correct in saying that the Patriots were going to destroy the Steelers. So we are losing 2-1, to one, but I'm feeling a week from now we might be tied back up based on the matchups, but we'll get into that next week. Yeah. And um, so as far as our picks last week, not that we're keeping tallies, but Dirty Dan wiped the floor with us because he was the one smart enough to pick the Raiders to win Monday night and the Packers to win Thursday night, so... Congratulations, Dirty Dan. You win pride Thank and you. nothing Thank more. You. We got nothing else for you. <laughs> I will take it. <laughs> so one thing I would like to do, uh, I'm going to point out this 49ers Bucks thing because it was actually kind of funny. Um, Dirty Dan predicted the right Buccaneer score, and I actually predicted the right Niners score. It was 31-17. Oh, really? Yeah, you had 28-17. I had 31-14. So we almost oh, nailed so that one on the head. Yeah, together it was pretty much perfect. Mm-hmm. Stash had the correct score for the Chargers. Not even close on the Colts side. 
<laughs> and then <laughs> if you reversed his prediction for the Browns Titans, he would have been pretty close. He said 42 nothing Browns is 43-13 Titans. <laughs> so if you flipped it, you would have been so almost. much hope for the Browns. Yeah. I just had so much hope. That's all. I just well, we'll get into that in a, a minute. Yeah, they had a good, yeah. good chance. So, does anyone want to take a stab at giving just a quick synopsis on how your team did and how you feel about it? I mean, I'm feeling great for my Niners. Uh, I know it was just the Bucks, but just after watching this game, I mean, I don't know. Bucks are trash, but so are the Panthers. So I, I still don't know how to look at it from my, my 49ers point of view. But I'm still going to take it as the complete dub. Yeah. So I'm pretty the happy about where we're standing. Yeah, their defense played really well. I just, I'm still not, you know, sold on Jimmy. I know, I know he's just coming back from his ACL and all that. We had like three touchdowns taken away from us mm. by penalties. Right. <laughs> Poor George Kittle. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, George Kittle had two taken away, none being his fault. But um, no, I'm excited for this. I'm, I definitely think we're gonna, you know, we're good to to go against the Bengals. I think we have a good like matchup right after beating the Buccaneers. So I'm pretty Perfect. pretty happy with where we're at. Yeah, we'll love to. We'll definitely love to get to hear your thoughts on your next game in the second half of the show. But yeah, I mean, a win is a win. I mean, we're not gonna give it back. So. <laughs> um, it was a little bit on the dirty side. You won kind of dirty, but it doesn't matter. And you, hopefully the offense gets us back together next week, and I think the Bengals would be a good opponent to do that. Um, Stash, did you even get to see any highlights for the Colts Chargers? Yeah, did I got to see anything? some of it. Yeah, yeah, I got to sneak off, off the floor and go and watch some of it. Um, I mean, considering the game, uh, I, I think – Chargers performed a little bit far better than I had imagined them to, and I, and I probably don't ever give them enough credit, but if you just play it by the numbers, uh, you know, Phil Rivers threw for 330 yards, uh, which is, you know, not his all-time high, but, you know, not so bad. You had three touchdowns, one interception. You know, he, he threw to his usual guys. You got Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler, you know, out there um, performing the way that they should. Hunter Henry, you know, was, was doing it as well. But the defense, man... Um, Joey Bosa out there with that one sack, uh, you know, the five tackles and three assists. It's the first week, so I I think after this week, let's hope that some of these guys that we've been that I've been talking a lot about, you know, um, and a lot of San Diego, San Diego, Dan, San Diego, a lot of LA <laughs> Chargers do. still hype them up. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, you got you know, so there's there's a lot of of they've got a lot of good players, and so. Um, Casey Hayward, Joey Bosa. We, I just mm. want to see more out of their defense um, mm-hmm. and a little bit more out of Phillip Rivers. I'm his biggest critic. Everybody knows that. But Ooh, Yeah. I mean, it almost seems like you hate him more than you like him at times, for sure. <laughs> um, I mean, I'd still take a picture with him if I had well, sure. an opportunity. But, yeah. But sure. I'd still tell him, you, you suck sometimes, and why don't you just retire? Damn. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I would. I'd certainly would. I'd just say, hey, don't become a Brett Favre. Just after this season, go. I mean, I just read somewhere actually something something today about, you know, this is his, his last year on his contract, I think. And um, he was talking about how he talked to – he was talking to his general manager or head coach, and they were having good contract talks. So he's no – I, I think he's going to be there for, <laughs> for at least next season. Well, because he's the same age as uh, Big Ben, right? And Big Ben does re-ups for like two more years, so I mean. Yeah, what are they, like 38 or something? And the same age as, uh, no, is, is, um, I could have swore that he was older or or about the same age as, um, what's his name, Um, uh, Patriots, Uh, is he? Tom Brady. Yeah, or is Brady older? No, he's not that Brady's older. Brady's like the oldest in the league. Like Brady's 42? up there with them. Um, Drew Brees, him and Drew Brees are the oldest, I think. Oh. Other QBs. Yeah. they're like the only Drew Gen Brees Xers in like the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Drew Brees runs like he's old though. He, he, he's, yeah, he's bad. Yeah. You can tell. None of his passes this week were more than twenty yards. So he's definitely in Alex Smith territory, just with two yeah. good plays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Time for him to go too. Was that too soon? Did I say that? Um, <laughs> so, uh, my game, as you can tell, the score did not look good. Um, it was very much reflective of how the Browns played. 
Um, I I think on both ends, both the Titans end and the Browns end, you can't take away from. You don't know anything. Um, <clears throat> if you're a Nick Chubb owner on fantasy, don't don't get scared. I mean, he still somehow got eighty something yards on the ground, but what happened was the Cleveland Browns had like nineteen first down snaps, and in fifteen of those, they got penalties. So they were constantly in first and 20, second and 20, and you just can't get into your game plan when you're constantly behind the sticks like that. And um, two minutes left in the third, the Browns clawed their way back into being only down two. And at that time, I'm thinking, all right, they, they, they can win ugly. I don't care. You know, just like the Niners did later in the day, win a little ugly, it doesn't matter. A win's a win. And... Um, very next play, the Titans get a 75-yard touchdown, and then all of a sudden, fourth quarter starts, and just all hell breaks loose. So if they continue to get 18 penalties for almost 200 yards, they're just never going to win a game because you can't win like that, especially losing the turnover battle. But all three turnovers came in the fourth quarter when the team started to depress, and they lost like half of their O-line. So can't really take anything away from it other than to see if they correct their mistakes this week. And they're almost in the same position again where win or lose this week, you're probably not going to be able to learn too much because the Jets are so depleted. But I'll kind of talk about that a little bit in the second half of the show. So, yeah, just uh, did anyone get a chance to watch any other games that they would like to talk about? Uh, I, I know I saw um, – I ended up watching the, the Raiders-Broncos game, at least some of it. Um Raiders actually looked a lot better than I thought they were going to look. I I was thinking it was going to be close, and I didn't want to just, you know, mm-hmm. pick the Broncos. So I decided to go with the Raiders even after losing AB. But um, Derek Hart looked really good. Their defense surprisingly did a lot better than I thought they would against, you know, they don't really have anyone on there, out there. They got Cleveland mm-hmm. Farrell in the draft. And, I don't know, Maurice Hurst as, like, a defensive tackle. Other than that, they, they don't really have much. Mm-hmm. So, but, no, they actually surprised me, like, especially Derek Carr. Derek Carr actually reminded me a lot that game, even though his stats weren't that high. Um, I think his completion ra- um, passer rating was pretty high and his completion percentage was pretty high. Yeah, he reminded me, a, yeah, mm-hmm. he reminded me a lot of, um, you know, his MVP year without, you know, the touchdowns. They didn't blow him out or anything. It was still somewhat of a close game, but... Just the way he was looking, a lot more poise, um, a lot mm-hmm. less under pressure, especially against guys like Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. I don't think either of them got got a sack, which is very surprising. At least right. one of them. At least for like, I thought Bradley Chubb was gonna feast. I thought they'd probably double team Von Miller. Von Miller might not get very much action, but if one's not doing something, the other's definitely gonna eat. And I didn't see that at all. So, you know definitely a good sign for Raiders fans especially with all this AB news going around yeah well who knows the type of day or they would have had right if um, AB would have stuck around for the day or if they, they even if they would have played him or if he wouldn't have thrown to him but he didn't do that bad you know he do he threw for 259 right yeah 22 completions out of 26 attempts which is not bad at all um, as far as paper-wise goes, you know what I mean? So only missing four of those is not bad with one touchdown in there. But he did rely heavily on Joshua Jacobs uh, for a lot of rushing, you know. It, even though it was only 85 yards, that guy had like 23 carries. So, right. Uh, with an average of 3.7 yards and two touchdowns. And so he, he, he carried pretty much the team when you compare it against his throwing. Um, Tyrell Williams. I got 105 yards uh, with six receiving passes, you know. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes for them. Uh, I I hate the Raiders, uh, and so I hope they lose no matter what happens. Right. <laughs> even even if uh, you hate them more than the Broncos, I hate them equally the same. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're kind of yeah. You really... not, yeah. If uh, either one of them loses, I'm happy. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it that way. Uh, so I um so I won't say too much about it because it's already been covered. But the afternoon I watched about half of the Niners game. I did some shopping for my barbecuing after the Browns got dismantled, 
And then uh, the thing that really helped me get over it was watching Sunday Night Football. I watched the Patriots and Steelers, and even though we all expected that outcome, everyone outside of the Steelers locker room predicted that outcome, it was just very satisfying to see the Steelers get dismantled um, in the way they did. Because it wasn't like my game where it was close and all of a sudden it just imploded on them. This was a domination from beginning to end. And uh, it just makes me that much more scared to play the Patriots in a few weeks. But it's okay. At least it wasn't on Sunday Night Football in front of the whole country. I don't think it's okay. It scares me. No. (laughs) He... I mean, everybody wants to make it sound like uh, he threw for a lot. He only threw for 341, so don't don't let don't let Tom Brady <laughs> make it make it sound like he was just this guy. So you know, like he's I, I, a man who's he's a man who's about ready to have Antonio Brown in his arsenal too. So uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of controversy surrounding him still. You know, even more stuff's coming out. So I'm not too sure he'll. It definitely won't play next week. No, it's the Patriots. I mean, they'll get what they want. Well, I mean, you, have if, you heard? If, if Josh Gordon was on any other team, he would still be suspended right now. So, I mean, sure. I'm aware of what's going on with Antonio Brown and the rape charges and um, stuff like that. This has got to let due process take care of itself and see what's true and what isn't because it very much sounds like they had a consensual relationship. So, um Let's see what happens. Let it play out. Yeah, just let it, let play, it out. play out. Let facts be facts. But um, any other team, yeah, he's probably already suspended or dropped by yeah. now. But because he's on the Patriots, you know, let it slide. Robert Kraft. I mean, yeah, like I said, Josh Gordon would be suspended right now if he's on any any other team. But, right. So yeah. we'll see. Oh, I just want to throw this out there. Don't sleep on Nick Chubb, that guy. And, and when you start getting to, like, week, week six and week seven, when all your other guys are going down for, for injuries and you're playing them on your fantasy, Nick Chubb's going to be the one guy you're going to want to pick up if you didn't do it. You know? So, just remember Or if you didn't do it, you're screwed now because someone has him. Yeah. But. Yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too late. Yeah, well, no, last year, I remember last season, he wasn't picked up um, – he wasn't picked up at all, uh, you know, by a lot of teams. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Carlos yeah, Hyde they, was the starter. Had, yeah, they still had Carlos Hyde. Hugh Jackson. Yeah. I mean, they had to trade Carlos Hyde just to force the team to use the damn guy. And um, so, the, you know, I had a chance in a couple of leagues to draft him, and I really wanted to, but what gave me hesitation was what's going to happen week 10 when Kareem Hunt comes. Kareem Hunt. Comes, yeah. I was like, you know, he might be super odd, like – if everything works out, like he could very well be leading the league in rushing or be in that conversation by week ten, but we're, they're not not going to let use Hunt when he comes back just because you know I don't know that, that's what gave me pause reason. was yeah I mean, he's a very dynamic player so that was my only reason not to that and I didn't want to load up on too many Cleveland Browns players but that <laughs> yeah would have been the one to get. <laughs> But in our ESPN league, you know, I I finally got first pick, so I had my I had a crack at getting Saquon Barkley, so I did it. Yeah, no regrets. Yeah, I mean, are you gonna go for a number ten over a number two, and and you know, yeah. uh, fantasy, you know, so yeah, you, you go with the number two, easily. Yeah. So, now speaking of that, real quick, um, something actually really surprised me, um, Stash. Beat Dirty Dan in fantasy last week. Yeah, I, I just yeah. caught me off guard because Dirty Dan was predicted by the ESPN league to win the whole thing, based on how he drafted, and then he loses to Stash. Yeah, I actually, uh, I think I mentioned it last time. I liked Stash's team a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he was probably the second team that I liked the most, you know, behind mine. And uh, yeah, I ended up scoring really low. Tyree Kill ended up getting hurt, and now yep. he's yeah. he's out for I think, yeah he's out That's for I think four you. to six weeks. He got me like four points, but he was out I think somewhat like middle in the first. Uh, what else happened? Well, the one funny thing I want to throw out there was because uh, we I don't think we touched on it too much, but like the fantasy league is exclusively us three, and then the five guys from Idiotville, so it's a 
podcasting fantasy league. And after it was done, uh, Ted Brogan, Ted Brogan, who's not used too much on the podcasting side of Idiotville, he does a lot of their um, um, writing stuff on their uh, their blog slash webpage. Mm-hmm. As soon as the draft was over, he's the first one to text, and he says, "You know, I thought with only eight teams, I would love my team, but I hate my team." And then he goes on and gets the most points, like he gets two hundred and ten points. Like, so I, I reached out to him this week and said. It's kind of funny. You hate your team, and you scored by far the most. Yeah, I mean, maybe, person who's, maybe that's the, the only, move. Maybe because the only person who scored less than me was actually you, Dirty Dan. We we kind of bring up the rear here on. Yeah, and I love my sucking. team too. So maybe you just gotta hate your team, and then yeah. there you go. That's the key. Yeah, Bears didn't give Montgomery the ball, so. Five points. I'm like you said, Hill yeah. got hurt. Hill got hurt. I had points. I had him in another league. Same problem. You know, yeah. got my three points out of him. And it's like that's not what you want out of your elite receiver. So. Texans didn't kick a single field goal. <laughs> they lost. So my kick. How was that sucks. for an end? How was that for the ending of a game though? Yeah, I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'm surprised we work, didn't but... even mention Saints versus Texans. Yeah, so. the um, that's Texans have no one to blame themselves Mm -hmm. just stupid awful play calling by their defensive coordinator i don't know what they were thinking they're thinking Mm. drew Brees is gonna bomb it deep for like 60 a 60 yard touchdown with like 10 seconds left on the clock (laughs) even in his heyday he wasn't doing that i don't think yeah is he really gonna take are you really gonna take that risk no you're gonna play for for the win you're gonna play for the field goal no matter how long like you kicked like a 58 yard field goal you play for that five to ten yards that they were going for and yeah. you put mm-hmm. you, you can still have two safeties in the back but they have like three safeties behind they had had their guys playing like 10 yards off mm-hmm. the receivers wow. it was just awful prevent defense the only thing it prevents you from is from winning so yeah exactly you're being too Pre- cautious strikes again. and yeah. that's why you lose yeah. all right well, at this point, we are going to take ourselves a brief break, and we're going to get another beer, and we will come back, and we will discuss what to expect in week two. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Shut your mouth because you're talking too much, and I don't give a damn anyway. You always seem to be stepping in shit, and all you really do is Cause you're talking too much and I don't give a fuck anyway Let yourself go Hey, welcome back everyone. Hope you enjoyed the music. We are here um, now after the break. We're going to discuss uh, week two, what to expect this week. So um, we're going to start by just discussing our games that we're fans of um, like we did last week. And Dirty Dan, we're going to let you go first. You... Um, Niners are playing in Cincinnati, having some mm-hmm. skyline chili. So, uh, what do you think is going to happen, and what's your score? Uh, you know, Niners are coming off a a really like a big high, coming off of that win against the Buccaneers. Just you know, Jimmy Garoppolo got some runs in, just tested out the knee. He didn't play great, but didn't play bad. Just kind of mediocre, which is kind of what he's been past couple games that I've seen him in but um didn't make too many mis- really any mistakes uh besides that pick six in the beginning <laughs> so that worried me a lot but you know once he got through that our defense definitely showed up and kind of dragged us to victory so I'm hoping that this week against the Bengals defense um I can't point out too many star players on the defense besides like Geno Atkins and William Jackson at cornerback so i'm hoping that um our offense can get going this time and our defense is still you know just as good i'm hoping that john ross doesn't burn us for like 180 yards you know just on sh- like streaks on go routes mm-hmm. but um as long as we can keep him contained and you know they don't have aj green for a while i'm thinking that our defense will do you know more of the same that we did to the bucks maybe less turnovers and pick sixes but um definitely be able to hold them 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they'll have Joe Mixon. I think he's going to be out for this game. So that'll definitely help us out a lot, too. So I'm he's thinking... Go ahead. He's going to play. You think he's going to play? Yeah. I, I, have him on I one was of my just reading his injury so. report. Yeah. I was just oh, reading okay. his injury report, and they were saying he was like, don't don't bench him. He's most okay. likely to play. Yeah, he's going to play. Nice. So well, what, what, what do you think score-wise here? Score? Um, I'd go... Let's say 24-17, Niners. 24-17. Stash, what do you think? You know, I think, I think I'm going to have to stay with that same score as well. I, I think it's going to be one of those tight games. It's, it, it, it can go anywhere <laughs> after third quarter. Uh, 24-17 as well. Okay. Um, Dirty Dan, do you know, did the Niners stay on the East Coast after their game in Tampa? Or did they travel? Uh, yeah, I believe they did. I, I don't think they, I don't think they flew back home at all. Okay. So, so I think they went out. Um, I can't remember the town. I read. I, I heard probably, something about it today. Yeah, they're probably. But out yeah, there, they right? stayed out. They stayed. Out. They didn't fly back. As far yeah, as I know. So they're probably out there in Youngstown or Columbus. Or yeah, something. I think that's exactly where they're at. Something um, like that. So I'll give them an extra point for that, not having to deal with time change. Um, I think Cincy could be a little bit better than we think, than we'll give them credit for, but they're typically going to be the team, along with Miami, I'm going to pick on a lot in Survivor football. But I'm going to go with uh, 20 to 17. Niners. Niners. Mm-hmm. 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 So, uh, but we're all in unison again. When it comes to our favorite teams, we're all very nice to each other, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> so far. Yeah. Um, Stash, uh, Chargers at Lions. Lions. Uh, I, You know, considering the injury report that's coming out of uh, the L.A. Chargers after the first week, it's a little bit depressing. Uh, you know, um, we got Michael Davis out with a hamstring. Hunter Henry's out with his knee. Actually, just reports have shown it's more than a knee. This guy might be out totally. We will see. Um you got Mike Williams, his knees out as well. So, you know, ankle for the you know linebackers. Denzel Perryman's out with his uh, ankle, his limited practice. So, if you're going to go up against a team that has a healthy lineup coming in, it's going to be kind of hard for you know for you to stay uh, on the high ground on 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 your team coming out with a W. But it is the Detroit Lions. Um, they did lose. They are probably oh, NFC North. <laughs> so. They oh, are. No, they, tied. They, <laughs> they tied. They tied. They tied. Oh, was it a tie? Yeah, they. Ended, it was actually kind of a, a wild comeback by the Cardinals, but they ended up tying it. What? Okay, see, so that's why I, you know, I don't get to watch all of Sunday. So, um, but I, I'm gonna say that with their are their healthy lineup versus our unhealthy lineup. Um, it's still going to be a little tough, but it may be like a low-scoring game, maybe something like a 17-7 out of, you know, out of the whole day. But that's it's. I feel it's going to be low-scoring. So we're going with you, 17-7? Mm-hmm. You going with Chargers? Yeah, Chargers 17-7. Can I point something out to you? I didn't mm-hmm. see it earlier because I didn't want it to influ- influence um, what we were talking about later. But back in April, you actually – so so in the prediction show that we did with idiotville you predicted three losses all season for the chargers i don't know for the life of me why but the lions was one of them so back in april you were uh, less optimistic just so you know (laughs) i I, i'm still not as optimistic but you know because of um this nice cold coors (laughs) <laughs> on a Thursday night. It's influencing you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a little bit brave on my predictions, but um, I will I will gladly take the spanking if, if it does come right. our way. <laughs> well, because we'll get a point. Injuries. We'll get a point yeah. if they do lose. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what do you think, Dan? Um, actually, I think it's going to be the opposite. I think um, it's going to be a higher scoring game. You know, I think both... Philip Rivers and Matt Stafford like to put up points. They they're big numbers guys, you know. Week in and week out, you know, any at any given moment they can put up 300 yards. I think both of them had 300 yards in both games that they played last week. Uh, so I'm 
you know, despite all the injuries that happened to the Chargers, especially to their, their offense, you know, still without Derwin James, with now they're losing two offensive weapons. Uh, they still have Austin Eckler, who did really good. He showed up for them for sure. He killed it especially, last week. Yeah, especially with Melvin Gordon out. So it's not looking too, things aren't looking too hot for Melvin Gordon. Um, but uh, they still have Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen went out there and balled out. Still have Travis Benjamin. You know, still they still have weapons on the offense, and Philip Rivers is going to put up points no matter what. I'm thinking it's going to be a a higher scoring game. I'd probably go with. Um, 28 to 21 Chargers. Okay. Um, I'll admit after last week, I, I um, maybe it was just the week one blues because, you know, teams didn't play much in the preseason. So uh, offenses tend to start a little bit slower. Um, I didn't like how close that game with the Colts was last week. I yeah. felt as though the Chargers should have done more. And from what I understand, the Colts should have won. Adam and Terry missed a lot of kicks from what I understand, but um, I'm just going to say it's week one blues, you know, just getting your feet wet and still working, coming together as a team. Um, I agree with Dan on this one. Um, I, th- I think there will be scores. Um, no reason why there shouldn't be. Two, two, two great quarterbacks, two underrated quarterbacks. Um, they're playing indoors, so they don't have to worry about weather. Um, but I'm going to give it to the Chargers. Uh, I'm going to go even a little bit higher than Dirty Dan did. I'm going to go 35-28. Yeah, Cardinals versus Lions. I mean, kind of. Some, I I'm shocked that the it was even a tie. Lions had that game in the bag, and you know, I, I, I kind of say Week One Blues for them too. They kind of just let you know prevent defense from the loss again. Yeah, what it was is they just said, "Oh, you know, you can't." You're, you're dealing with professional athletes, like mm-hmm. you can't let it time up. and time. You can't take your foot off their throat. You just it's better just to crush them and maybe look bad for doing so than it is to let up and because you can't switch that gear back. Like once you let up, like it's hard to you know. Once they get that momentum, you know, it's exactly. hard for you to take it back. Exactly, agree 100%. So, um, I got Browns at Jets Monday Night Football. Um, the significance here, because, you know, it's the 100th season of the NFL. The very first Monday Night game was actually Browns-Jets. Um, wow. With, with, in which the Browns won, in which the Browns are going to do again. They're kind of, um, I alluded to it earlier, but it seems like everyone in the Jets is out for this game. So even if the Browns win, it's going to be this what's expected of them at this point because apparently Sam Darnold is still in high school. He got mono. Um, I didn't know people <laughs> older than 16 could get such um, such a thing. But So he has We're mono. Kissing them girls, man. Right. What's going on. He's, He's a playboy out there in New York City. <laughs> probably hanging out in Jersey or something. I don't yeah. know. Quit um, drinking everybody's cup is what happened. He's probably not kissing girls. And Nunwa is out for the season. Uh, Mosley is probably not going to play. Another guy on the D-line is not going to play. Le'Veon Bell had an MRI on his shoulder today. Um, so, uh, honestly, the only way for the Browns to save face, especially after what happened last week, is they, this one has to be a blowout. Because um, if it's close, then you're going to start thinking, eh, maybe things aren't right here. But um, I think they have the tools to get it done. I think they will get it done. Um, it's a primetime game. People like OBJ and Baker love those things. Um, they're going to be playing emotionally. Um, our, one of our defensive ends, Chris Smith, um, he lost his girlfriend this morning or yesterday morning. Um, she got hit by a car, and they just had a baby a month ago. So I think oh the team's going to rally together. So I'm going to think this one's going to be pretty ugly on the um, stat sheet. It's, I'm going to go 38-7 on this. So... I write that down. So, for historical record, um, Stash, what do you think? Uh, you know, being the hundredth, being being the big one zero zero for what it is, and all those factors uh, played into it, and and uh, and Mr. Mono Man over here. First of all, Mono <laughs> sucks. 
I've never yeah. had it, but uh, I had it. It's Sounds not awful. the best thing in the world, from what I hear. It's I um, get it from kissing I, all, all those women. As a survivor, mono. Um, I got it junior. <laughs> I got it junior in high school, and I'll be honest. Like my parents were kind of dicks. Um, my my mom had the attitude of if he didn't have a fever or he weren't throwing up or <laughs> shitting herself, um, you weren't that sick. So my mom actually had me go to school every day with mono. Um, I wow. maintained my 3.0, but here's the thing with mono is, so there's 24 hours in a day. You're typically awake for like, let's say 16 of them, but with mono, it's more like 12 because your chances are you're sleeping about 12 hours a night. Yeah, you're dead tired. You have like one hour a day where you're not sleepy. You're just tired all the time, but there's that one hour where you feel normal and then you're just tired again and it just goes on for like a month and a half. And yeah, it's... It's pretty miserable. And luckily yeah, for me, that <laughs> the only time I've been unemployed since I was 15 was when I had mono. So what a perfect time not to have a job. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So anyways, I didn't mean to cut you off, but as having been someone with mono, I can see why a professional athlete can fight their way through that because he's probably just going to be doing nothing but sleeping for a while. I just don't think it's funny. <laughs> right? A grown-ass man getting mono, you know? Like, you never hear that. You never hear that. Yeah. It's, no. it's something high schoolers get, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's more prevalent, like, in college or maybe even high school. But, jeez Louise, yeah. Well, there you go. All right, well, so what do you think? Should've... I, I, I'm going to go with actually even a lower score on the Jets' side. I don't think the Jets are going to score anything at all. I think it's going to be a total blowout. Sweet. And it'll be like that all the way through, and it's going to probably be like like a weird 31 nothing type of thing. Um, I won't get mad. I won't be mad about yeah. that. Because <laughs> you know, I'm staying home that day, and we're having nachos. Nice. Nachos and some Dust Bowl beer, I think, is what we're going to be having. Yeah. Making me hungry. Dirty again. Dan, what do you what do you think? Um, yeah, it's gonna be. Um, feel kind of bad for the Jets. You know, lost out on a lot of key players. This is mm-hmm. the you know kind of coming out season for them. They got a lot of big names in free agency. Le'Veon Bell, Sam Darnold was coming into his second year. Got C.J. Mosley at linebacker, and all those players played really well in their first game despite the loss. You know, I think C.J. Mm-hmm. Mosley had like a pick six. Bell had a touch, like receiving touchdown. Um, I think Sam Darnold did okay, but um, despite losing the Bills, but yeah, they lost a lot of key players, and I feel bad on that, you know, kind of aspect of it, where you know they just got that injury bug really quick, you know, mm-hmm. to start off the year, and now they're just gonna have to, you know, face the wrath of the Browns after, you know, Browns are gonna. You know, they're coming off of, they got a lot of personality on that team with Baker, you know, planting the flag, you know, another team's home stadiums on their fields. You know, you got Odell Beckham, you know, kicking field goal nets. So, (laughs) you know, there's a lot of passion on that team. And I'm thinking, you know, after an embarrassing blowout loss, did they play at home? I'm I'm not sure. This one's in um, New York, New York. Did they play? Did the Browns play at home or yeah? They yeah, that was, home, right? that, that was a home game. Yeah, so game. after you know, after that embarrassing loss that at home, you know, I'm mm-hmm. thinking they're gonna you know, you know, not they're not gonna let it up on on the Jets just because of some injuries. They're gonna go right. all out and I think they're gonna stomp them. You know, Trevor Simeon's the backup for the Jets. <laughs> I think Le'Veon Bell's gonna play. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think his MRI came up negative. So he's gonna end up wind up playing, but I, that's all they got. Chris Herndon's still out with suspension. Kinsey and Nunez, you know, out for the year. And Robbie Anderson didn't do much last last game with Sam Darnold. So right. all they really got right. is Jameson Crowder and Levon Bell. And I think both of them are gonna get shut down. And I'd go Browns thirty. Uh, 35 to 14. Okay. I think Jets will get some garbage time touchdowns. No, that's fine. They can have it because they got they got the um, Patriots coming in. They got Patriots week three, so they're going to find Oh, they'll beat the Patriots for sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's talk about our um, 
we'll stay on you, Dirty Dan. Let's go to our Sunday night game, which I actually think this one's going to be awesome. I think this one has great potential. We have Eagles at Falcons. Yeah, um, I was actually really surprised by the Falcons last, and the Eagles. I was surprised by both of these teams week one. Mm-hmm. I thought, um, you know, both of these teams, for me at least, were, you know, high playoff teams. I think they were going to go both, you know, had the potential to go deep into the playoffs. Both have a lot of talent on their roster. And Falcons last year, you know, had to deal with a lot of injury. Same with the Eagles. Eagles, you know, having missing Carson Wentz for, you know, a good portion of his career, having to rely mm-hmm. on Nick Foles, who they no longer have. But, um, yeah, Eagles were just getting spanked in the first half versus the Redskins. And I was thinking it was going to be the complete opposite. I didn't mm-hmm. know if they were going to come back. I honestly thought they were kind of done for just playing how bad they did. I didn't watch any of the game. But um, just seeing the score, I think at one point it was 28-0, to zero, the Redskins. And I was just, you know, shocked. They wound up coming back, you know, winning the game. So kudos to them. They, you know, football's a, it's four quarters, not just know one half and mm-hmm. they made the right adjustments came back falcons on the other hand you know i thought they dealt with a lot of injuries last season coming back this year with all their players back you know lost a couple players like tevin coleman but um yeah getting with all the players that they got back like keanu neal um Deion jones at middle linebacker and i was thinking they had you know the talent and potential to you know go deep into the playoffs after week one versus the Vikings, I'm not so sure. Kirk Cousins had to throw, he threw 10, 10 passes, mm-hmm. and they blew them out. They barely, they didn't even run the, like, I think Dalvin Cook had like 20 touches on the ground. Was All they did was run, and their defense just completely stomped the Falcons. Falcons could get nothing going. Julio Jones, I think, had a touchdown, but there was, and Calvin Ridley had a touchdown. I think Matt Ryan still threw for a decent amount, but just just bad football by the Falcons. And I think bad half, one bad half by the Eagles. So I'm curious to see how the Falcons, you know, how they respond to that. And I'm curious to see if the Eagles are back on track with, you know, how they should be playing. So I'd, I'd go with Eagles just based off of how they actually corrected their mistakes. And um, I think the Falcons will get, you know, back on track offensively. But I think it's going to be... um. 28 to, to 24. Eagles. Stash? Well, uh, Falcons stink. Their offense stinks. <laughs> Their defense stinks altogether. But um, considering how bad the Eagles started off and how they have to come back on this one, I would say that uh, the Eagles are way too far hyped up for who they are. Um you know they sh- they definitely have a weakness. Uh, they definitely showed it in the first half, and they're going to show it again. Um, and that's what you'll see like a 24-21 game that's going to pop up. Uh, Eagles will take it, but they'll barely take it against the Falcons. And it'll be like it'll be one of those victories where you're like you barely won, like really you barely won. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's where I'm at on that one. 24-21. It's gonna be it's gonna be maybe one of the better games to watch because of this the 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 volumeness of it and the, what will probably go down, but I I do feel it's gonna be a twenty four twenty one type of thing. Well, I think it's pretty obvious at this point. Dan Quinn is probably coaching for his life right now. Um, I I think. Anything good that was going on with that team left when Kyle Shanahan agreed to be the Niners head coach. Um, I I don't see them rebounding. Like they got to make some wholesale changes, I think, because whatever they have is not working anymore, and it's going to continue not to work. Um, I'm not completely sold on the Eagles being um, a Super Bowl contending team. I know there's plenty of experts out there who think they are. Um, I think they're a solid team, but I think they go as far as Carson Wentz goes. And you, you just can't count on him long-term being there. And you hope he is. You don't want to see um, any of these guys be hurt. But that's all he knows, it seems like, is <laughs> being on injury list. But I, I just think outside of Matt Ryan and 
Julio Jones that the Falcons are a hot mess and their defense isn't any good and their head coach is a defensive guy. So um, while I'm not sold long-term just yet on the Eagles, um, I think they're going to take their momentum from the second half of last week into this week. And I don't know. I think it's going to be like a 35-14 kind of game. So that's what I'm going with. Eagles, yes. Eagles, okay. Um, I'm much higher on the Eagles than I am Falcons. I mean, mm-hmm. something's yeah, not Falcons right in Atlanta. Bad. I mean, who opens the stadium with a Chick-fil-A that they can never use because they play on Sundays? So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to wrap up tonight with um segment we did last week where we will just go through and we'll just um, state what one game interests us outside of our own team's game. So we will start with you. We'll go youngest to prettiest. So go ahead, Dirty Dan, and uh, tell us what one game that you're most excited uh, about outside of the Niners. Man, I thought I thought it was the youngest and prettiest. No. <laughs> have you seen? Have you looked in the mirror lately? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely got a voice for you got you got a face for podcasting. So. <laughs> <laughs> but um. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna start it off easy. You know, pretty easy pick. I think all of us had this on, you know, on our radars. But um, I'm gonna go with Saints versus Rams. Mm. I think you know, I think that's a game that everyone wants to see. I'm actually surprised that that's not scheduled as the the Sunday night game. You know, should have been. Should have been. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's a big it's a big deal. You know, Saints after that that really controversial call in the playoffs that you know kicked. I think that really kicked the Saints out. I think Saints were on, well on their way to tor- towards the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. Super I'm Bowl sad. Man. Yeah, I was sad to. I, was, I watched that entire game, and I was, you know, I thought the Saints deserved it, and mm-hmm. I was sad to see, you know, officials yet again just make a blatantly horrible, horrific call, and I feel for them. You know, maybe not to. You know, they shouldn't have gone so far as to, you know, go throw you know asking for petitions and signings and trying to sue but um yeah it's just it's just all bad for them so i'm thinking um you know both teams are coming off a win um saints came off of a close one i think the i believe the rams came off of a close one too i forget who they played they had a carolina i think that one was they had carolina close. that was like 2420 yeah, so. or something like that yeah Actually, i can um, look it up right now hold on yeah, I'm feeling better about the Saints. I think the Saints, you know, as a whole, are just a more unified group. I think they were a better group last year. I think they had the Rams beat. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm going to go a little bit into a controversial thing. I think, you know, the NFL just really wanted the Rams. You know, they wanted the new young Buck head coach versus the old goat legendary head coach and i think that's what they pinned they chose you know sean McVay, the new up-and-comer versus bill belichick the old you know legend and i think that's you know part of the reason why you know that call that call wasn't you know made that blatant pass interference Mm -hmm. so i'm hoping this is you know kind of a revenge game it definitely will be for the saints there's going to be some bad blood Um, i'm not sure who's playing at home but um, if it's if it's in New Orleans, um, it's gonna be loud, and it's gonna be hectic. And if it's in New Orleans, I'm going Saints over Rams by a large margin. I'd go 35-17. Well, it is in L.A. L.A. Then I'd go. I'd go say um. 28. 21. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> that's more and, like uh, it. They're in Los Angeles. It's got to be a 28-21 type yeah. of deal. And yeah. L.A. played Carolina last week, and it was 30-27. So it was a Yeah, and game. Carolina just looked awful against the, mm-hmm. the Bucks. So that kind of shows you where where they're at. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Stash, what one yep. game are you most excited well, really about quickly, outside I just of the want to uh, I just want to touch on quickly, just like 10 seconds, that uh, there's a bit of a similarities in that game. 
between the Saints and the Rams, and that's the offense. And so you're going to see some. You're going to see a lot of pretty exciting things. It will be a 28-21 no matter what, uh, because they're in L.A. Or even if they were in, in at New Orleans, it'd still be a 28-21 type of thing. So that's my quick 10 second. But uh, I actually want to highlight Sunday's 10 o'clock game. It's the Bills versus the Giants. Probably going to be one of the most boring is. <laughs> Games you're gonna see. Let's <laughs> we'll we'll see with your fascination with Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> the Giants, but just because, just because, like this could be like I don't know why, like these teams still exist somehow, but they do. <laughs> but they just do, and so like I guess that's just my fascination. It's like I want to watch the most horrid game you can watch, uh, besides a Thursday night football on a Sunday, and that's gonna be the Bills versus Giants. But because. Um, but because the fans, like the Giants, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> diehard no, fans. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody wants to see more, <laughs> more. You know, like if you, if you, if you bring in the Giants fans as and on on how ha- hardcore they are, and you're like, hey, um, half the stadium was filled up with your opposing team. Like, Jesus Christ, good luck. And <laughs> so that's just the kind of thing I want to see. I I just want to see the the panoramic shots. Uh, you know, into the crowd and just you see some fists, some fists <laughs> yeah, fine on national TV. I want to see some fisticuffs coming out of the Giants for the Bills just because they're just right around the corner from each other, anyways. At least I feel that way. I really don't know. <laughs> around the corner from each other. They could be all the way in California. I'm all the way in California. Where do I know how far they are? So. Well, for one, one of the teams is not even in the same state. So, and Buffalo well, couldn't right be any corner, further. Man. And Buffalo couldn't be any further west and still be in New York. So. Yeah, well, I'm coming. You're talking to a guy where we measure distance by time here, you know. Versus <laughs> so, you know, you just got to go ten minutes down that road, and then another two minutes down that road, and then, you know, you'll see the next light, and then there you are. Because we don't have blocks, we don't have city blocks here. So, I'm just saying. I just want to see that game. God, if I could just catch glimpses of that game on Sunday, uh, that'll be good. Besides the San- <laughs> the Saints and Rams, because that's going to be a really good one, you know. Right. Um, so that's that's mine. funny, you know, mm-hmm. pointing out like one of the most boring games is like the game to highlight. Two weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I he's consistent. He's consistent. So so help me God if you pick Buffalo again next week. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo part, might be his team now. I mean, maybe he's part of that maybe. Bills Mafia. Yeah. He might be. So he might Low be. Key. He, he likes jumping on tables and drinking. Yeah, ex- like WWE. You have no idea. I, he has no idea. I know he, has, he, he thinks because I'm 36, I'm not, I, you know, I don't do those things anymore. But you know, if I stretch. <laughs> I stretch. Yeah, limber good, up. Yeah, if I have a if I have a good night's rest and a good nap, you know, before we all go out, man, it's over for everybody. You know? <laughs> so, so I was, uh, you guys, well, not you guys. Dirty Dan picked a good game. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was kind of torn because, uh, truthfully, the game I'm most excited to see outside of the Browns would actually be the Niners game, but we kind of already discussed that one. Um, just because I mean, Mrs. Uppy, Mrs. Uppy's a Niners fan. Her dad, who's no longer with us, was a Bengals fan. So, um, there'll be in 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 my own head, there might be some trash talking to the dead. <laughs> um, it wouldn't be the first time. Um, but I, he he's never haunted me, so I'm gonna guess he likes me enough to not make my life miserable. But um, I'm not gonna pick that because we've already discussed. Um, so actually, what I'm going to go with, I'm going to go uh, Seahawks Steelers, because um, I just want to see what kind of team both of them are. You know, the Browns have to play the Steelers twice later this year. Um, we also had to play Seattle this year as well. Um, so I kind of just, you know, I guess kind of scouting out the future. What's it going to look like? Um, I'm actually going to say though, I, I mean, if I'm going to pick winners and losers here, I, I think Seattle can do it. Um, that might be my ha- hatred for Pittsburgh showing, but I think it's going to be a close game. Um, defensive heavy. Both teams have better defenses and offenses at this point, I think. So should be low scoring. It should be in- entertaining. and um, So, yeah, I'm going to go uh, Seahawks-Steelers for my 
most anticipated game outside the Browns this week. That's that's funny that you mentioned that just uh, before we leave is that you got two of the longest, um, you know, actual uh, coaches in the league playing off mm-hmm. against each other, Tomlin right. and Carroll. And so I, I think, you know, I hope that it it's um, a good game in the sense that they pull out all their stops. You know, they really dig deep into the playbook and they let mm-hmm. they let some things out, you know. They they throw some, they make some clinics out of this you know right. I love seeing that um, yeah I I think both teams kind of underperformed you know it's more of an understatement for the Steelers but mm-hmm. even for the Seahawks they got to win but one by one point versus the Bengals I think um, right. they're Not definitely wanting to do, you know show a lot you know do a lot better than that and I think you know now's their chance if they want to solidify that they're you know maybe a wild card playoff type team mm-hmm. they're going to have to you know kick the, the kick the Steelers while they're down and you know Steelers are going to have to you know just after getting obliterated they're going to have to show that there are no pushovers right. so that's a good game because I have to imagine that game against Cincinnati was in Seattle because um, which makes it even worse for them that they only won by one point at home against mm-hmm. the Bengals because they're in Pittsburgh for this game. And then week six, Seattle has to go to Cleveland. So that must mean that they played Cincinnati at home. So mm-hmm. this yeah, kind of, right. so <clears throat> yeah, should be interesting. And then um, we recorded after Thursday night football, but let's be honest here. Would any of us have expected the Buccaneers to win tonight? Cause I would have had the Panthers. Yeah, I would have, I would have went Panthers. Panthers, you know, Panthers actually gave, um, what was the team? The, who did they play? The Saints, right? Last week one? Yeah. Panthers had uh, the the, uh, Super Bowl team, um, Rams. Rams? Okay. They actually gave the Rams, you know, a little bit run for their money. And seeing how the Niners, you know, beat the, the Bucks pretty badly. I would have, I would have thought, you know, more of the same, especially with a good defense. You know, Luke Kuechly, um, Eric Reed. I would have thought, you know, Panthers would have done, you know, a lot better and taken advantage of a a bad team, and they didn't. Yeah, it screwed up my fantasy. I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, they didn't get McCaffrey the ball. Right. Screwed up my whole. He's got to be your bell cow. You just. Yeah, they the showed that week team. one. Showed it week one, and that's the only reason why they were, you know, they had Cam Newton pass for 50, 50 plus attempts. Jeez. And he's not, Cam Newton is not going to win you games like that. No. So, so it sounds I, like we all got game. F- Go ahead. Another game I wanted to point out real quick was um mm-hmm. that I'm in, just interested on in is the, the Vikings versus Packers. That would have been my second choice. A good NFC North battle early season, yeah. The, you know, can can the Vikings follow up on what they did last week, and can uh, the Packers improve upon what they did last week? Because they did not look good mm-hmm. on their Thursday night game. So perfect. Well, yeah, we'll thanks see. guys for uh, hopping on tonight, and um, thank you all for listening in. And uh, don't forget, if uh, you would like us to discuss your team's game next week, uh, make sure you comment on our Facebook or our Twitter, um, Uppy and Stash, and let us know what your team is, and then we will discuss them. We will add them to our rotation as if it's our favorite team, too. So do that. Um, get us talking about other teams. We, I mean, it doesn't always have to be uh, Niners, Chargers, and Browns. So we rely on your input to tell us who else to talk about, and we will gladly and maybe make fun of you in the process. Um, but we'll send you a free sticker. So if you do that, you'll at least get a sticker out of it. So um, with that said, anyone have any parting words? Uh, you want to go first, uh, Dirty Dan? Just excited for football. You know, I'm just glad it's back. It's been a, it's been a, despite these, you know, awful, horrendous Thursday night games, you know, I'm excited for Sundays. Right. Agreed. Stash, you got uh, something? My parting words are, uh, I'm jealous that you motherfuckers get to watch football on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Even just a game on a Sunday. 
And, uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have brought that up. Before I, my, my parting words, other than the closing, is fuck Baltimore. And with <laughs> oh. that said, until next Sunday, um, good afternoon, good evening, good night, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> good night. <laughs> see you guys. Bye. Bye.